this is different. Everything sounds so different. I sound like... I sound like I have the flu, but I, I don't. And this is all because people can't behave themselves. Mm-hmm. Another weekend, another protest. This time they set things on fire. Just waiting for the next for next week's protest. They're gonna use guns next week's protest. Yeah. We're here, although it doesn't feel like um I'm here. Uh having to revert to broadcasting from the dungeon of my house. Which uh, is why I probably sound very different. Well, I can hear myself sounding different. And as a, as a broadcaster, this is one of the most irritating things ever. Because, you know, obviously in the studio, everything's all dialed in. Everything's all acoustically perfect. I miss my chair. <sighs> All of this just because people can't seem to behave themselves. Protests over the weekend. I've actually got a song which I'll play later uh, on the show for these protests. Or protesters, should I say. Uh, the lockdown and the curfew started, should I say? The curfew, not lockdown. We're in a lockdown already. But the curfew started first time since World War Two or something like that. I mean, I don't really enjoy listening to uh, listening to all these statistics because it's really boring most of the time. But that's a really fun uh, statistic to have, that this is the first time the Netherlands is in a lockdown since World War Two. Can you believe it? Since World War Two, huh? Of course, a lot of people did get fined, uh, namely where I live and... The, the place where I live. I uh, went downstairs to the reception on Saturday, on Sunday. Yeah, because the lockdown started, sat, the curfew started on Saturday. So I went down on Sunday and um, made myself a, some coffee with this coffee machine that we have. Made some breakfast and then went to the, went to the reception to go and, you know, check for post as I do whenever I get a chance. And... Because I'm one of the people whom the receptionists can talk to because I'm not an idiot. And they said to me, you know, quite a few people got uh, got some fines here last night. So I said, well, you're telling me something that I am not surprised. And secondly, I, honestly, I, I have no sympathy for those people because they knew there was a, a curfew. It was all over social media. All over social media. The place where I live, it is it is posted everywhere. It's even translated into English. So they couldn't even have an excuse to say, oh, we don't understand. It's pathetic, honestly, and I don't have any sympathy for you. Obviously, 95 euros, I think, is a bit cheap. I think the, the fine should be a bit higher because idiots like this are going to do stuff like that again. Honestly, I have zero, th zero sympathy for you. Zero sympathy. 
see people again protesting over the weekend, causing absolute carnage. Mark Rotter was saying that uh, people living in the Netherlands should be embarrassed. Mm, I don't know. I don't think Dutch people are embarrassed about this. I think people outside of the Netherlands are probably more embarrassed seeing this and horrified seeing this. It's just, it's pathetic. What is, what, what have we come to that, honestly, people feel like, people feel like we've taken away some kind of something from them. I don't even know what we've taken away from them. There's a reason why we're doing this. Even I understand this, which is why I'm broadcasting from this, from the dungeon of my, of, of my, of my, uh, apartment it's because you know people just don't want to behave themselves i now can't go and do the show from the comfort of my studio or amsterdam lab studio because of these morons so this is what it's come down to you know and i actually said to i actually said to the team before before we launched amsterdam lab and I said, I cannot think of anything worse than broadcasting from my, from my, well, from, not from my bedroom, but from my dungeon. And here I am. <sighs> what did you guys get up to this weekend, by the way? Did you guys do anything fun over the weekend? Apart from maybe watch the protests? I didn't even know there were protests. Well, if you followed the news... And um, I have to say, I I don't have an issue on paper with the protesters because there are a difference between the protesters and the hooligans. Um, I think people have a huge inflated sense of self. And, you know, if you look at the rest of the world, we're all in the same position, yet people think, oh, well, something's been taken away from me, so I can, I can kick in doors and, you know, we know they attacked a hospital... They, they damage a train station, but these are hooligans. But nonetheless, uh, weekend was pretty much corona-proof. I binged-watched the sixth and last season of Dawson's Creek, and this is something I haven't watched since I was probably 16 or 17 years old, and it was quite a, quite a sentimental blast from the past. So I spent the weekend in my PJs with the boys watching Dawson's Creek, of all things. Yeah, I did exactly the same thing, although I didn't binge-watch Dawson's Creek. I watched the final series of Modern Family because I haven't got around to doing that. And um, it was it, it was a letdown. And this is what I hate about these kind of shows is that when it comes to the final season, they don't put they don't keep up that that uh, uh, that record that they have. It's like, oh, it's the last season. Let's just let let's just you know not making much of an effort. And I was really disappointed about the last season of Modern Family. I mean, you know, what, what was it, 10 years or something like that? Quite a, lo- quite a long time it was on. But I binge-watched that. Um, what else did I do? I, I did some other things um, over the weekend. I mean, the thing is, with Netflix, there's only so many things you can watch on Netflix before you eventually get bored. But um, Dawson's Creek, wow. Isn't there a song from Dawson's Creek? Lord, when I heard the theme song for the first time again, I'm like, oh, what a horrible song. So uh, it's that 
I don't want to wait for mm. my life to be over. But it changed during the seasons because this last season that I watched had a different theme song. So uh, I think it's it, it changed with time. But that's the song I remember. So open up your morning. This one. Say a little prayer for a call. Wow. Exactly. Um, I, uh, I, I, uh, I got notified, um, that I was in contact and I don't know how this is possible because you know me, I don't like interacting with people, but I got notified. You're a leper, you don't I, mix with people. Honestly, I don't, but I got notified that I was in contact with someone with Corona. So I, uh, I tried, I tried to book a test online because, you know, I again, I don't want to have to talk to someone on the phone where it can be done in five minutes. So I thought. So this was at about 12.30. 12.31 o'clock this afternoon. And I, I could not get on. Every time I logged on, every time it took me to the Dehi Day, and I know I'm saying it wrong so you can laugh, Natasha, but every time I got to that part, it kept telling me, Oh no! There's there's so many people online trying to book a test. You need to you need to wait. So I'm thinking, shit, because now now I don't want to wait until two days to get tested. I want to do it as soon as possible. So I'm trying and I'm trying and I'm trying and eventually I, I give up and I phone, I phone the the GGD. And um, because this is. The thing I don't understand about booking a corona test is you actually have to lie in order to book a test. I don't understand this. But anyway, so I get hold of this this guy. And uh, very polite, by the way, for a Dutch guy. Super polite. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I said, look, you know, the website is, is extremely busy. People are booking tests, so I have to phone you. So he said, no, that is not the case. He said, in fact, I wish that was the case. There was no one booking any tests. So I don't know what is up with the website. I just try to check now because I had my, I did my test. I'm trying to see for the results because I asked the guy, you know, when is the soonest I can know my results? So he said, between now and the early hours of the morning. So I'm just checking and I'm checking and I'm checking. Um, but that's a very scary thing that to know that no one is actually going for a COVID test. So I don't know why the website is doing that. It's fooling everyone to think that there is a, co you know, the website's busy. You can't book a COVID test. But this is what I said last week when people were, oh, the numbers are down. But the fact is less people are going for tests. It's not necessarily because there are less positive cases. There are less people going for tests. Well, I, I, I managed to book a test, which I'm happy about. And when I spoke with the guy, I managed to book a test within five minutes. So I think I phoned it. I managed to get hold of him at, I don't know, between 12.30 and 1. And my appointment was at 2. Which was frustrating because for some reason, they sent me to the previous place I had my corona test, which is where I used to live. Now, I, I, I thought I updated everything. I updated my my um, address at the registry because I've got the letter to say that it's been updated. But anyway, so I've done my test for the second time and um, I'm quietly confident it's going to be negative, but we'll see. 
nothing surprises me anymore with Corona. So we'll see. I'm checking every time as I'm, you know, while I'm talking with you, I'm checking, I'm checking my emails because you can check on the, on the website, um, Corona test pint NL. And, um, you can check it to see if you have, if you, your, your results. But anyway, um, did you hear, I'm sure you did from your, from your, from your good friends, the, the Jokos. Did you hear that, um, Jackson and Temple died over the weekend? Well, he died on Thursday, it's, but but they had his yeah, funeral. It's, it's actually horrific because I I had the pleasure to to meet him when I was still a journalist back in South Africa, and you know I know people have their opinions on the ANC and the problems there, but he was one of the good guys. So mm. I I do think it is a crime crying shame uh, for him to have passed away. Also, he was in his early sixties. That's uh, to my mind way too young. Uh, to pass away and uh, he leaves a he leaves a gap and a void not only in his party but in his family and if you looked at the um the coverage from the sabc and from etv people were so moved and so touched and so distraught at his death it was it was yeah it was hard to hold back my own tears it really it, it really touches you when you see somebody leaving that big a gap uh in a community so it's i, I think it's a it's a shame that he was uh, yeah, a victim of covid I think what made it very, very moving was because it was so sudden. I mean, as I said, I didn't even know about it until I saw uh, Heidi tweeting about it yesterday on Twitter. And then obviously I read more into it because now I'm curious as to know, you know, what what, what was the reason. And um, yeah, it was only 10 days after he tested positive for Corona um, that he passed away. So yeah, it was very sudden and um look i i have my 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 enemies so to speak in the anc but uh, jackson and temple wasn't one of them as you say he was one of the nice guys and it's always it's always the nice people that you know these things seem to happen to never the bad people i can never figure this one out but um very sad news indeed um no one ever wants to hear uh something like that Unless they're really horrible people like Boris Johnson, and yes, you do wish that upon them. Well, I do. I don't know about you. Um, okay, let's get into some uh, some news because a lot of things happened over the over the weekend. Um, you'll be happy to hear this, Natasha. Now, uh, Alex Jones has lost a bid uh, to throw out a D. Defamination cases from uh, from some parents that uh, they apparently their their child died in a mass shooting at an elementary school a few years ago. Apparently, of course, Alex Jones said that um, uh, all these shootings were uh, were to get uh, America to stop gun laws and all of that. It was all a setup. So his case got thrown out by the court uh, over the weekend. Um, now, apparently, the alleged they they alleged uh, in the lawsuits the, this family that uh, during broadcasts of Infowars, uh, Alex Jones uh, defamed them and uh, caused emotional distress by repeatedly dis- dis- uh, disputing the authenticity of the shooting and the subsequent news coverage. Now, six adults and twenty young students were killed uh, in a shooting in two thousand and twelve. Uh, at the Sandy Hook School in Connecticut, I remember that, and actually, I remember I remember watching Obama 
That was the first time I ever saw Obama wanting to cry. That's how that's how moved Obama was for this uh, because of this this shooting. Um, the four suits uh, focused on uh, various comments made by Alex Jones in the wake of um, the shooting, including his claims that it was a giant hoax and a false flag intended to help gain support for gun control measures, uh, according to the Austin American Statesman. Uh, one of the suits focused on Mr. On Mr. Jones, um, disputing a claim from from the father of a six-year-old uh, who was killed in the shooting, who said that uh, he had held his son in his arms in the aftermath. Terrible news. And um, thankfully, you know, sanity has prevailed and uh, the court has thrown out his, uh, his case. Terrible. Well, besides the court throwing out his case, you know the NRA has gone bankrupt and has filed for bankruptcy. So you know what? Gun control never happened. They uh, they made themselves bankrupt. So people, NRA is a big pusher of uh, Donald Trump. And under his guise and tutelage, they are officially filing for Chapter 21 bankruptcy. Hmm. Good. Terrific news. Sorry, Chapter 11 bankruptcy. Well, bankruptcy nonetheless. It's terrific news. Now, um... We, I mean, we're complaining about uh, protesters here in Amsterdam. Now, apparently, cops have uh, the whole weekend in 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 Gauteng have been have been busting booze-filled parties, and have been arresting hundreds more across um, Gauteng over the weekend. Now, police arrested hundreds of suspects across Gauteng for a variety of crimes over the weekend. Uh, these included a booze-filled party and illegal mining. Uh, the, arrest ex- the arrested suspects will appear in various magistrates' courts uh, today and tomorrow. Jesus. People just don't seem to get it. Uh, 115, 115 suspects were arrested at a roadblock uh, with seven motor vehicles impounded and drugs. Uh, firearms were also seized by officers. Uh, police, then o- police then obtained information about people having a party in Vanderbilt Park, which, I mean, nothing really happens there. Uh, they pounced on the identified house and found more than 30 people drinking alcohol after midnight, not adhering to the curfew, as uh, stipulated by the Disaster Management Act. Uh, more than 58 suspects were arrested in the West End for also uh, contravening the acts. I don't know what to say anymore, people. I just give up on humans. This is ridiculous. Uh, very interesting. This I found quite. Uh, this, I found this quite funny. Apparently, Angela Merkel. Well, apparently, she is responsible for for Brexit. Uh, some uh, uh, drunk uh, uh, journalist from the from the Telegraph in the UK has said. Now, apparently, she's a squarely to blame. Uh, for Britain's divorce from the European Union. Now, according to uh, Ambrose Evans, this journalist, uh, Merkel is more responsible for Brexit than any other political party in Europe, uh, saying that the Chancellor's pro-European saying that the Chancellor's pro-European policy making has sh- has sown the seeds of British uh, exasperation. 
this mismanagement of uh, monetary union altered British uh, perceptions of the EU before the Brexit referendum. He also wrote that uh, claiming Merkel's handling of the Eurozone debit crisis led to the migration of several hundred thousand economic refugees from Southern Europe and displaced uh, flowers from Eastern Europe into Europe. Basically, this guy was just drunk when he decided to write this article. But funny nonetheless. Um, now, I, I don't know what you can say about this because this was, you know, when you read something wrong, you know, and a, lot of pe- a lot of people do do this lately. Um, I Like I read this, you know, that picture I was telling you about, you sent a picture in the WhatsApp group about this guy who kicked a, a riot police officer and I saw it wrong. Now, some New York Times, some New York Times editor has lost her job after receiving criticism for tweeting about her uh, her excitement for President Joe Biden's inauguration. Uh, Lawrence Wolf departure from the Times uh, is because of a series of tweets uh, she tweeted last Thursday, saying that uh, she had uh, been given she had been let go from her editing job at the Times for tweeting about her chills. Uh, seeing Biden land at uh, at uh, at uh, Joint Base Andrews Airport uh, on the eve of his ignor- of his inauguration, and she also said that um, uh, that the Trump administration had been childish in not giving Biden a military plane to fly to Washington, but later deleted that tweet because people pointed out that Biden had chosen to fly privately. So pe- a lot of people misread the tweets and said, oh, she's taking sides. But then a, uh, a spokesperson for the New York Times has said that um, uh, they, they aim to keep their political views neutral. And um, this was a total misunderstanding um, from, uh, from Lauren Wolf. Now, Look, I have a lot of respect for her because even with all of that happening, you know, a lot of people rallied behind her and said, yeah, we're going to cancel our subscriptions yeah, to I the Times. That. And she actually said, guys, please don't do it. It's quality journalism. Um, I never wanted to be the story. I have a lot of respect for how she handled this. And it is a, it is a, it is a, tough, it is a tough call. I remember when I first started out at, um, at CNBC back in the day, I had met one of the chief editors uh, from the head office in London, actually. Hmm. And he told a story as a young reporter where he was given the advice of, um, you know, being politically neutral as a journalist. Obviously, nobody is neutral and we all have our biases. But he actually was given the advice that if you have if you want to be a good journalist, stay out of politics, don't don't tinge your lenses, you know, go where the story is, go where the facts are. So it's interesting. I, I understand the, 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 the challenge with this. Uh, and I feel sorry for her because she, she, was, she was and she is a good journalist. You see, the problem with being a journalist, doesn't matter where you work, whether you work for a right-wing news outlet or a left-wing news outlet, it doesn't matter. You've, I think you've got to keep your political views to yourself. And this is something that I would never be able to do in a... Um, in a, in a mm-hmm. And that's it. exactly why you're not a journalist. <laughs> exactly. 
Um, I mean, look, I've seen I've seen Heidi, you know, speak on social media, but I don't think she's taking sides. I think she's just raising certain views and certain points, which need to be raised. If you know what I mean. So this is a job I could never do. But you know, as you said, you know, kudos to her for saying, "Look, don't cancel your your subscription," because it is a very creditable news. Uh, uh, news outlets. Um, apparently, also sticking with America. Um, apparently, uh, Donald Trump. Do you remember him? Apparently, he was the forty-fifth president of America. Well, he's apparently uh, obsessively furious with uh, with Fauci after he appeared on several uh, network channels in America. After being interviewed um, in the days since uh, since Joe Biden took office, um, apparently uh, Fauci told CNN that uh, Trump uh, very likely cost American lives by spreading lies about the pandemic. No shit. Uh, he also told uh, MS- MSNBC that he tried to come on the Rachel Maddow's show for months, but was blocked by the Trump administration. And he also told the New York Times yesterday um, that the former president and top White House advisors would sometimes call him would sometimes call him in uh, for an interview, asking why he didn't give a move, uh, give a more positive outlook on the pandemic, or why he contradicted Trump's claims. Hmm. So. There you go. Uh, sticking with Doctor, uh, sticking with uh, Doctor Fauci, uh, he says that we must now wear uh, 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 two masks because apparently that can help against the new variants from South Africa and the UK. Um, he says that uh, uh, double masking is a logic is a logist is a logical uh, strategy uh, to stop the spread of COVID nineteen. Uh, speaking on NBC News. Uh, he said double layering just makes common sense. Uh, you can double mask by using a double layered cloth mask on top of a surgical mask. But obviously some people, including many at many at the inauguration, have been doubling up in masks, uh, lay, uh, layering them uh, to create an extra barrier of protection. Uh, health, official, health officials have been adv- advising people to wear a cloth mask with three layers of protection, or a surgical N95 mask to protect against this coronavirus. Uh, according to Fauci, it's a good idea, particularly in light of more transmissible variants of the coronavirus uh, from South Africa and the UK. Hmm. Interesting. Very interesting. I mean, would I do that? I don't think so. But according to Dr. Fauci, it helps. So that was the news. A lot happened over the weekend. Obviously, it's snowing in the UK. So obviously, a lot of people are ignoring COVID measures and going outside to build snowmen. Um, quite a lot happened over the weekend. Um, and we'll, we'll digress on that in tomorrow's show. It's just weird hearing my voice strange. It's very strange. A lot of people actually said, oh, I disappeared. I left Amsterdam Lab. I didn't know I went anywhere, but uh, I'm here. <laughs> uh, 
last week was just towards the end of last week. It was just a, a bit of a a bit of a readjusting because we had to get everything uh, connected here in my in my dungeon. So that's why Friday's show didn't actually happen because we were trying to figure out how we're going to get this all uh, set up and all of that. But we're here and we're back. And um, if there's only one thing I could have, it's my chair. I miss my chair. It's it's a special back chair. Helps my helps my aging back. Because when I talk, I like to I like to uh, I like to lounge when I talk. I can't do that. Anyway, take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. And uh, we'll be back tomorrow.